Hey, Dad, you? What's up, Dad? What's up? Yeah, sorry I'm late. No I worries. have no good excuse. Plenty of bad ones. <laughs> I just... I just got it. So I was just telling these guys, uh, Drew, maybe you can help uh -huh. me remember, there should be audio on every page that we'll be on. So mm -hmm. if at any point you don't hear it or, like, notice that silence, let me know, because it probably means I fucked up. Roger that. Will do. I, I usually have my shit, on my my master music usually on, like, the lowest setting. That's fine. That's you, you know, the, this is, this is, uh... This is the only song with lyrics. Like the music isn't gonna reveal any secrets about the campaign or anything. But uh... <laughs> oh, that'd be a wild fucking campaign, man. Uh, dude, <laughs> I've always wanted to write one like that, where like everything means something, mm -hmm. right? Like like uh, it's, it would be, I think, probably in like an Elven setting, right? Because it, it, it had to be like that. It, yeah, and it would have to yeah. be fucking like a Secret Else record. Yeah. <laughs> Or Bjork. Oh. Man, one of my coworkers plays a lot of Bjork, and like, Ugh. I don't, I don't hate Bjork, <laughs> but I definitely don't like it. There is only so much Bjork you can handle. It's a, it's a loose toleration. Okay, maybe I... he just plays like maybe she's the kind of artist that has like four different kinds of records and a variety of you know, but like, yeah, sure. everything he plays is just like really the ambient, crazy ambient music, and she's just like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where, where it's like the... half Yoko Ono, half like um, uh, like Call of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like I said, I don't hate it, but it's like, dude, this is hour two of Bjork. Yeah, six more to go. <laughs> No, yeah, fuck that. There are very little things that I could listen to for a full eight, man. Yeah, I mean, most most of my direct coworkers come into work with their headphones in already, and it's like I don't know how you do that. Like, you know, it's illegal to drive fucking... with those on, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's illegal to go faster than sixty-five on the freeway. Yeah. Man, lost yeah, Kyle, lost the... Rod. Yeah, they're dropping oh, like shit. flies. Bummer. I didn't have Kyle the whole time, actually. So. Really? I got Rod coming back. Yeah, I'll, uh, I, I also have Rod coming back. We'll see what happens with Kyle. Shout it out when, right. when Kyle pops up, because if it doesn't pop up for me, I'll reload. I just had to reload mm -hmm. my page because my shortcuts got all fucked. I've been meaning Wild. to ask Kyle how he pronounces <sighs> his character's name. I fuck. Yeah, I'd say Richilda. But like, Richilda, I was more curious about the last name. Oh. Diorito? Or is it Dorito? Yeah, Dorito. Yeah. My character's name is Pajaro, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Pajaroach. Yeah. It's fucking red. Yeah. <laughs> A play on Papa Roach. Pajaro. Pajaro. It says, says Parajo. It, it's spelled that way on D&D Beyond, uh, so I had I had to copy it to get the token to work correctly. Yeah, but, uh, that was. I, I believe you can rename without changing the like real name, but. Wait, did I spell Baja Bajaro? 
Yeah, I, I I figured by the Papa Roach that it no, was it's not, it's not, it's not Pajaro. That's what I got too. But yeah. the text says Paraho. This is oh, yeah. that, that's what I thought. Okay, and now I got Kyle. It's, it's we'll the, the yeah, J sorry. and the R are definitely supposed to be flip flopped. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, not a spot bird in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kyle, how do you pronounce your character's name? Oh. Rochilda. And then and the last name? Diorito? Diorito? Diorito. Yeah. We were Dioretto. we were pondering. I thought whether. it was Dorito. Dorito. I, th- I, I was thinking do- yeah, like it was, it's a, it's a it's a riff on diorite. Uh, uh, got it. I was gonna say you've been like you got a good geology book or what? Uh just yeah. a personal interest? I or is, I, or is this a I think a rocks fresh. are pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's one a, of the coolest lot of, lot of history in rocks. Dude, you you wouldn't believe it, but a geologist, if you went to go to if you went to college and studied geology, you could be you could make over fucking six figures easy. If you work for Arco or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah. If you're work, working for the fucking Natural History Museum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, there are some guys working at the Bray of Tar Pits, though. I'm sure if I can get down. I mean, it's like public jobs aren't bad. The the pay is bad. The benefits (laughs) are usually great. Be right back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how they that's how they capture people, right? Because they have good benefits. Yeah. For their entire careers. Oh, their life? They yeah. Just, yeah, they swoop them in and it's like, yeah, I make $6 an hour, but, you know, the benefits. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, six weeks paid vacation and, yeah. like, ridiculous health insurance, no copay, <laughs> pension guaranteed after Man. two years of service. Yeah. Must be fucking nice. You it's know. government work, man. Yeah, I'm over, yeah, I'm over here trying to fucking you know, lucky if I get a fucking musicians minimum union wage on gigs. <laughs> I usually do. We usually do. Union. Yeah. It's only the super long gigs where it's like, ah, that's not. Well, that's not tracking. But like, yeah, normally yeah. we make better than union. Than it's thirty-three an hour. I right? just gotta. Yeah, I just I just got a gig teaching at a at a music academy up here in Arcadia. Oh, yeah, and oh, uh, yeah, that's that's thirty that's that's thirty that's thirty two an hour. So I'm thinking maybe it's either with thirty two <laughs> or thirty three right now. Maybe uh, they maybe they're fucking me. I thought it was thirty three, but like whatever. I just got a dollar. Let me tell you, just today I, I was given a dollar raise, and it's like, ugh, you can keep it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll fucking take it, but like. No, no, no. no I'll take it, but like. Nah, keep that yeah. shit. Well, I did the math, and it's like. They stack cool. up, dude. They stack up. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, all you gotta Just do is saying. work 35 years, and they stack dude. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this rate, it's Those... like, okay, so I'll be able to, like, afford right. the place I'm living in four years. Dope. <laughs> yeah. No. Those ponies, you, the, those ponies that, that you're drinking right now. You basically just got for free next month. Oh, <laughs> you know I, I don't drink nearly enough rolling. 
No, yeah, it's it's like one trip to the grocery store. Yeah. Right. That's not bad. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My point is 32 versus 33. Negligible. Yeah. Right. So, so now what you do is in three months, you can walk in there again and be like, hey, I, I know you just give me a dollar raise, but, you know, inflation and, you know, cost of living. And, you know, oh, sh- don't sh- get me sh- wrong. Sh- I had a whole um, spiel involving, like, this is, the, you know, the, the highest inflation has been since the, the uh, hmm. highest it's been since the 70s and the most it's gone up in one year since the early 90s. Or maybe I have that flip. Oh. But one of the two pairings know. is correct. I believe it. Uh, yeah, we're up. We're up like five and a half points in in the last year. It's like, and you just gave me a five and a half percent raise. Tie. Yeah. So that just accounts for inflation. Yeah. It just well, stocks. You guys want to uh, dive into Very it? Very much. Right on. So, the four of you have all loosely agreed to journey together to Candlekeep to seek out uh, whatever various things you're all seeking. And Mm -hmm. uh, you guys find yourself journeying on this road that runs alongside the coast uh, on a pretty beautiful day out. Like, the sun is shining, you can see birds flying overhead, there's a gentle breeze blowing and uh, the blades of grass are moving to and fro with the wind uh you can see like some kids running around in the fields kicking a ball around there's like uh there's like an old dude under a tree sketching in a book and uh you guys are walking do you uh do you care to share your interests with each other or what do you guys want to talk about yeah i think uh okay grignac the goblin is um he's a he's a pretty rough looking character um this is not how big is his hammer that's what i want to know like uh, i I would say in in the canon i don't think any of you have seen his hammer okay because it's the kind of thing where like if you see the hammer, bad stuff is happening. <laughs> okay. Um, however, this hammer is ridiculously large. Uh, it's a it's a mall by the by the book, um, which him being a small creature, he shouldn't normally be able to use. But I did like a like a backhand reach around like shimmy do, um, kind of like the whole like Irish Netherlands like corporation pay no taxes thing it's like look as long as i'm a hex blade and i have pact of the of the uh blade and it's both my hex weapon and my pact weapon i can use this maul so it's like this fucking gigantic skull crusher-esque hammer that's made out of i'm going with like demon bones it's like the bones of some fell like ancient demon um (laughs) where like it's got this like pointed back end you know those hammers that are like have a have a point, kind of a horn on the back, and then like the the hammer side of it is like I don't know, maybe maybe like a like a giant demon molar surrounded by like jagged demon teeth, 
and it almost makes this like this second mouth um, and it definitely has an eye like in the core of the hammer just on the side nice um, and like, a, uh, like an eye socket or no like a full-blown like eyeball Hell yeah. like this eyeball didn't decompose it That's like petrified cooler. if anyone played soul caliber it's kind of like the, yep. the sword mm-hmm. in soul caliber right away just like this quasi sentient weapon that uh, the hexblade thing is like the, the the weapon is my patron as far as I know. You mm-hmm. know, there may be some something behind the weapon. Ew. But uh, yeah, so this Super like cool. it doesn't talk to me. Um, its will manifests in much more like primal ways. So it's like actually an eye. It's not like a yeah. gemstone that looks like an eye. It's not. Uh, like you a... guys don't see it move, but that doesn't mean it doesn't. Right. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh lord! Super yeah, and, and Grignac, Grignac started his life as a paladin to Maglubiet, you know the the goblin, the, yeah. the goblin deity, and then like this thing just took over his life, and so now he's just on this. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the right cultural reference, but I, it's escaping me at the moment. But this this quest to, like, quest? free himself. No, he's like he's way way not down with this curse that he's under. Yeah, but he has nothing to say in the matter. Um, so, it, in in the times when he's not completely under the thrall of this thing, he's like searching the lands for a way to to like get rid of it. All right, fucking cool, super cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, in in character he would in in our whenever he you know introduces to the group. Um, so I'm thinking he's got like one that he's going on. Like yeah. it's you know, my my name is Grignac. Uh, hello, Grignac the Goblin. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm here, you know, mostly <laughs> to to end a terrible, terrible curse that's plaguing my entire existence. Uh, all I really want to do is serve the great and powerful tyrant Maglubiet. Uh, forever may he bathe in the blood of his enemies. But uh, <laughs> but don't don't let anybody else don't don't let. You know me here. Anybody else say that? Because uh, you know I could say it, but the oh, oh this hammer it, it really doesn't like yet. So just don't talk about it, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. Hi, yeah. So did we kind of all merge like we we were on like a four forked split and we all came to one final road that kind of uh, met? No, is that no? Let, okay, yeah, let's talk about that. So Trev, you're Julius, you're coming yeah. from Baldur's Gate. Uh, where were the rest of you coming from? Uh, um, the area around Neverwinter. He was a Cragmaw goblin, so right. Okay, so okay. general general Sandalin from region? the north, yeah. Sure. So maybe we can say that you all met oh, in Baldur's sure. Gate somewhere, and uh, decided to depart that city for Canada yeah. together. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was up there on like some, um, some like monastery. I think is probably where I was at. Yeah, um, for sure. On the on the on the outskirts of Baldur's Gate, some uh, you know, house of ancient lore and relics. Right. It was. Right. It was like. It was definitely. A, it was definitely a school to become like you know fucking monks and priests. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say it 
So like, uh, Rachilda just ha has like has like a very heavy bag that she carries around. Um, it's got all sorts of of notes and papers, sort of like tacked onto it. I was and... gonna say just a bag of rocks. It's like that's yeah. <laughs> that's very dwarfish of you. Yeah. Well, these, these are my rocks. I use them book... for looking at rocks to yes. remind me of rocks. <laughs> Yes, rocks. Well, I can tell you that the entire entirety of her books are rocks. So yeah. are about rocks. Like, uh, tablets, okay. I think stone are books, books. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> Look, very they have not this thing called paper. Yeah. <laughs> Too easy. So she she's basically been, you know, roughing it and has kind of uh, been researching this way to tunnel through unstable material um she's from down south uh she has begun squatting on this uh cavern slash mine um that has been since exhausted but there's legends of a secret vein yet untouched um so she's basically left that place you know and She's trying to find a way to basically tunnel into the mountain uh, more effectively through through magic or other sorts of uh, like methods. And like she's a... in search of like this first edition book written by an author from ancient times and completely unable to find it in Baldur's Gate. Several several references, no luck. So right now, just scraggly, like very frustrated that she has to go all the way past Candlekeep to get to Baldur's Gate and then go back down because her home is <laughs> down in the south uh, in the Grey Peak Mountains. Um, Red. So it's sort of making the circuitous route for uh, this uh, item. Super cool. Yeah. Um, do uh, does Julius or Paharo talk about with the with everyone else why they want to be in Candlekeep? Right, you don't have to. I'm just. Asking. I mean, no, but um, yeah. Um, Roach P Roach, um, <laughs> is kind of hovering. <laughs> Flying. Yeah, he's definitely not walking, uh, right? Like, yeah. that's below him. Oh, no, fuck no, I'm not walking. <laughs> Super not fucking cool. walking. Well, it's like, oh, you know how when you see birds just walking places? It's like, yeah. No, nope. birds no, don't, I don't walk. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fly down to, you know, to pick out a bug or something, for sure. Yeah, for sure. There's plenty you know, of, get, like, get a piece, tasty get a, looking yeah, get a piece of in this landscape. Yeah. yeah. If, I, if, I, if I see a piece of bread or a piece of, you know... Piece of fucking, you know, bug. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the ground running. Oh, dude, for a bird your size, I was thinking like a fucking rabbit. Oh man. Oh well, yeah. Go get, go get that, man. Eat the heart for power. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um. No, I think I kind of gave everybody my the the quick rundown of my backstory, and this is all happening within like I'd imagine. Maybe like twenty four to forty eight hours after it, I just it's about it. a it's about a day's journey from where you guys all met up to to get to Candlekeep. So right, we're, we're passing yeah. that day here. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So 
Aldo's pretty. Aldo's happened like pretty fresh. Like I, I just, I just left the monastery. Um, and the last thing I remember was my teacher in class saying that there's an unattainable um, relic hidden in Candlekeep that people haven't gone for and and try to and try to attain for over two hundred years. Mm-hmm. So cool. you know. Baharo being, you know, being kind of kind of dumb, you know, and and these birds these birds don't live longer than like thirty five years. You know, I read like, that and like, I was like, like, that's crazy. That is crazy, but when you right. think about you know the bird, right? So. Yeah, but just it's an interesting thing for a character backstory. Dude. It's like, yeah, dog, I'm I'm dead in like twenty five years. Yeah, in like maybe yeah. two adventures if I'm lucky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So so his. His uh, his knowledge on life is very, you know, very narrow or very uh, very minute. Live you know, in it's the very moment. exactly. Right. It's very narrow. Yeah. So, um, but but he's 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 he has more common sense than 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 people would would lead off to to believe, and um. And he's holding right now a blue crystal in his in his bag in his satchel. Oh shit! That um, is it's that it, it's glowing from outside. You guys can kind of see it. You know, it's like, there's like a constant like blue crystal glow coming out of my bag. Are you talking um, about this with everyone? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess you know it, it came up in conversation. Someone pointed out like, hey, like fuck's, fuck's yeah, coming what, out of your what's bag. That weird shit. Yeah, and then I tell him, like, "Oh, it's mineral." It's, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, this this is actually this is actually a relic, you know, a fucking you know a a, a literal grail to a church. Um, yeah. that that I that I booked it from. So we also need to keep this thing as safe as possible. If anybody comes asking for it, I definitely um, don't have it. It's not what this is. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. It, so this, so my, my my there, there's a concern with with myself to keep this to keep this relic that I have safe um, and guarded as well as um, getting this new relic that I really have no idea where where the fuck I, I'm gonna find it I've, I have no no idea what it is because it was such a short little um, yeah by by design I mean, none of you uh, none of you know very much about what's in candlekeep. Only what you've heard that right. whatever you're seeking may be here. Yeah, so that's all I got. So Julius is more, um, if you encounter Julius, like he will say, I am Julius Cobb of Loudwater. Yes. <laughs> my boy. My boy. He's in mourning here. He's gone from me. And he's clutching this book that he keeps uh, looking back and forth from and skimming through pages. And um, he's he's basically in the five stages of grief, of, of anger, and then bargaining. And he's uh, found this book that was on his son when he died. That the book he opened the book and the ink faded into nothing. And the only thing that was left on the front cover was. A stamp that said "Property of Candlekeep Public Library." Right. So uh, this is like his bargain 
to try and understand this is what his son died with and he is trying to um, uncover the mystery of his son's death. Yeah. Yeah. Is this fucking cool? What, what is this? What's his name? And then also, like, was he a wizard like yourself? Yeah, he was. My boy Daryl, studying in my footsteps, gone young, on many adventures. A young wizard snapper, if you will. Wizard. Okay. Yeah, wizard. <laughs> wizard snapper. <laughs> hey. hey, as long as I think I'm funny, it's all that matters. <laughs> yo, yo, wizard Harry. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, so it's pretty good that's... odds that your your child is dead. Uh, I saw him. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. Most things tend to die. Uh, <laughs> it's been my experience so far. The things die. The most things. Yeah, g- generally, uh, quickly and and violently. Well, uh, that's that's not entirely true. There are some, you know, uh, rocks, like especially, uh, you, like um um, uh, golems. Yes, yes. Um, they exhibit signs of life, but uh, they they aren't necessarily alive. So. Yes. Okay, that's a, it's a, 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 it's a nuanced opinion, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I, I take it back. Sometimes rocks don't die. What? Well, very it, it just depends on your definition of of life, right? Or quickly. So normally, the things that all the blood and the viscera come out of when my hammer smashes them into pieces <laughs> is how I define them. Again, in my limited goblin experience. Uh, yes, it it seems as as someone who is somewhat devoted to violence that uh, y- you would that would be your experience. Sorry. Hey, hey, listen here, lady. You bet your ass I'm devoted to violence. I love violence. <laughs> Praise be to, to McGlubiet and his blood-soaked iron fist that he rules with. <laughs> but this. Things I've done, the things we've done. I mean, there was this horse this one time. <laughs> so and he, he was just—he was just looking at me. And Grigneck just kind of like thousand yard stares and trails off. Like, you guys, uh, <laughs> horrible things. So the four of you go along in this manner for probably like the better half of five or six hours down this path and okay. uh, eventually you come to see the uh, silhouette of Candlekeep on the horizon and uh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and grab a drink and uh, we'll get to the next thing alright cool. so what's cracking Rob? I haven't seen you in a million. I just now realized, yeah, I just now realized that I'm not going to have motherfucking stealth. Holy shit. I mean, you know, everyone can try. Yeah. Now with the fucking Uh, minus four, I got a minus four on stealth. (laughs) Minus four? What? Yeah. That can't be, that can't be accurate. That's what it says, dog. What's your dexterity score? Um, 
19. There's no way that says minus 4. Well, I, that, well, I, I also have disadvantage. Oh, plus 4. Fuck, my eyes are fucked. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Yeah, disadvantage probably from some armor you're wearing. Ah. But yeah, it's certainly not papaya's, you know, plus 9. Oh, God, at least. Yeah, you might I was like, that was definitely plus 8. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean the rogues, the rogues and their skills. Like you get, actually, I think it's level ten. So, level nine would have been fine, but you get a rogue up to ten, and it's like, oh, I have expertise in this skill, and I've got that uh, reliable talent. So, like, if I roll less than a ten, if I roll a one through a nine, I can just pretend I rolled a ten, yeah. and then add my fourteen to it. So, like, how's twenty four do? Like, does 24 do it, or do I need to roll? <laughs> I don't know. It, it breaks the game. Like, it just breaks the game. I say this as someone who is a rogue breaking the game. I mean, that's what the game's all about, though, right? Try to figure what, out how the trying fuck to break it? No, 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 no. <laughs> try, try, try to so figure out how the fuck you can optimize a, a character. Yeah, right? Min-max yeah, is like, out of everything I wanna fucking, all the time. I want to play the, wanna play the best thing. That that there is, and I'm gonna fucking fuck everybody else here it's up. Exactly my playstyle. Uh, what I look at when I play, which is mostly casters, like what's my ability? Dump everything into that. Like fuck everything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. No, and then what? What's the coolest shit that I can fucking do? Mm-hmm. Oh, if I if dude, if I can fucking turn a fucking every every uh. Every opponent or every enemy into a rat, and then just squish it. Well, and then yeah. just you know, that's it. Doesn't walk walk through walk through a session that way. Doesn't quite work that way. You'd have to leave them a rat, and uh, also, like in a cage. In the case of polymorph, right? Yeah. I'm sure that I'm, well, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some workaround around it. I'm gonna tinkle one second. Wait, so. Is yeah, I mean, if you wish someone into a rat, then they're just a rat, right? Forever. Yeah, DM, uh, prerogative. I mean, what is about there Grumsh? magic, magic to get the Grumsh? Is mm-hmm. Grumsh and Magluliet the same? But they're oh, no, Magluliet is is goblinoids. Yeah, and yeah. Grumsh is the orcs. Yeah, and Grumsh and, and Magluliet are definitely not good friends. Yeah, they fight. Yeah, big, big beefing. Not the biggest beefing, like Grumsh and like Coralon, the elf god. Like, that's some big beefing. That's <laughs> like, fuck elves, you know, right? <laughs> like, supernovas happened because, you know, Grumsh and Coralon were, were beefing in the area. I saw each other in the same and hallway. Like, yeah. And just like <laughs> the star equidistant between the two, just like, oh, <laughs> somebody's got to separate these people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the the pulling the ripcord version of like diffusing the situation, just like oh, put another supernova between them. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Maglubiet. Interestingly enough, I don't like. I think it's undetermined what his domain originally was. He like came along and killed all the goblin gods and was like, "I am your god now," and they're just like, "Yes." Yeah, that's one way to establish dominance. And then I, I think the Glubiet is kind of, if not actually, then more theoretically, he's kind of the hobgoblin deity. 
and it's kind of symbolic of that um right uh, mm. the, 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 the like power dynamic so like how how tall is he like he's a he's a short scrawny well, guy. yeah he's he's a goblin he's uh you know between three and four feet yeah like he's he's a small creature not quite as small as uh like a gnome But yeah, he's real tiny. Also, and then... Trevor, if I'm riffing off your voice too much, I'm sorry. I... No, dude, riff on I, it. I heard it, and I I didn't practice in a voice beforehand. You, I didn't practice in a voice beforehand, uh, and I just I was just like, what's it going to be? How about don't, this? Don't feel the need to do character voices. Uh, I, I really struggle with it. I'm going to try my best as a DM to to do the thing, but don't feel that you as players have to necessarily... <clears throat> It's up there. The only, your characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the only I'll voice I have. And I suck. Yeah. The only voice I have in mind for for Pajaro is the the voice of like uh, Randy stands stands dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I just keep thinking of. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do it, but it's just probably just, I'm just gonna end up being trying to sound like myself. <laughs> it's fine, dude. <laughs> But in your head, think, 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 Randy. <laughs> I got it. I got it That's in my head. That's all that Which, if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't uh, watched the South Park recently, I would suggest going to get. I haven't. Uh, I haven't back seen on the, the back on the saddle. I haven't either. I'm waiting for it all to finish. So I can binge it. You know? I, I really fucking want to see fear that, of like, fear of ending bed. things. There has to be a, a phobia, a, a, a phobia of like ending things. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's what I got. Uh, there's definitely a phobia. There's a word for that that exists that's out there somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll wiki it. I'll Google yeah. it. Oh yeah, they got an answer. Oh, you f- you're afraid of something? We'll tell you what it is for sure. Yeah. Really hone in on it. Yeah, and then and and then we'll sell you something about it. <laughs> like yeah. a day later when you're not even thinking about it. We'll sell <laughs> you fucking, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send you like gut fixes to fix your uh, fear <laughs> of ending things. Yeah, here's a couple of therapists too, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys eventually uh, find, find yourself approaching from the east, uh, and you reach these large, ornate wooden doors uh, bound in iron uh, decorative. Whatever. You know, okay. I, I guess I will say that I, I am incredibly wise. I, I did pay attention in in, in class, so um, I do know a lot about a lot, really. You're an so old knowledge, soul. right? Yeah, that's red. Yeah. Uh, so you, I you I'm gonna fucking no, yeah. Time. I'm also I'm gonna be like, yo, Joe. <laughs> I know <laughs> this, so just tell me what I know. <laughs> and. uh... Uh, you guys actually see some individuals standing in front of this door. And Grignac kind of naturally, wow, yeah. Uh, seeing the fucking Avengers laid out. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, who are these? Wait, what? And uh, as you guys approach, the, uh, the dragonborn with the hammer kind of like lowers his glasses a little bit down the bridge of his nose and looks at you. The four of you. And Grignac kind of just instinctually just like like sinks into the background, just like, oh god, it's it's adventurous shit. Yeah. And I like to think I like to think um 
Bahado came down and is now on foot. Is doing his little bipedal thing and, next uh, to the uh, what do you call it? Uh, the walking, the, the quick walk. Yeah, yeah, walking yeah. with the feet. <laughs> yeah, do yeah. you? Hop? What do you call it? Like a feet sparrow. Yeah, yeah, like a crow or a it's raven. A, yeah. It's like it's a it's a fast waddle, you know. Right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, like or a skip. Yeah. So this, this dragonborn looks the four of you up and down, and he doesn't say anything, uh, and he just outstretches his hand as if he expects something from the four of you. So, like, the palm is under? The, the palm, palm is, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly like that. Right. Okay. Give him, give the him, dragonborn? Give him some, yeah, give him some Yeah, no, I walk up and say, Well, Matt, what is this institution? <laughs> you have all come here, I assume, with some purpose. However... Well, we've all come to every place with some purpose. The requirements for entry into Candlekeep, as you should know, are a submission of work that does not exist currently behind its walls. I present my book that I have. You know it is forbidden to remove property from the library walls. Where did you get this? My boy! <laughs> and uh, I give him the shield. Yes. <laughs> the fifth time is the fifth time. Then <laughs> I, I explain to him. You tell your story, and he, weeping, he, he like doesn't even uh, show. He doesn't even show the slightest fucking inkling of emotion, and it's just like the penalty for removing properties from Candlekeep is quite steep. Well. The person who actually removed it is now dead, and since I am now returning this, this is what I shouldn't I be by rewarded? The person who removed it paid, I believe, with their life. My boy! And again. That's a hell of a lady. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so... Uh, like, like I said, everything dies. The mystery solved. <laughs> oh boy, the mystery is solved. Uh, I, I'm now. I moved on from. Julius finishes his quest. Yes, exactly. So I've completed the five stages, <laughs> and now I'm finally in the acceptance phase of my grief. Uh, uh, with the newfound mystery solved, right? Just stand straight and shake it off. <laughs> Right as you're coming to this uh, acceptance, you see uh, an old man walking up behind you guys. Uh, the same old man, in fact, that you saw on the road under the tree sketching in his book. Uh, and he calls out to the four of you. My friends, you've forgotten your submissions. I've taken the liberty of transcribing them for you. 
and uh, he hands each one of you a paper. One first to Pajaro. And uh, I'll just show it to everyone because that's faster. You, you may read your submissions now. Say, Nito. Nito, pal. Thanks a bunch. Like, as Grignac's looking this out, well, everyone will read it. Then we'll read it. Yeah, do you, do you want to read it, Rod? Or I can do it. Oh, did, did, you, did you want me to read it out loud? Yeah, oh, I, I, you, I, thought, I, I thought everybody was... Yeah, I'll read it. Breathe, dragons. Sing of the first world. Forged out of chaos and painted with beauty. Sing of Bahamut, the platinum. Molding the shape of the mountains and rivers. Sing, too, of chromatic Tiamat. Painting all over the infinite canvas. Partnered, they awaken the darkness. Partnered, they labored in acts of creation. Breathe, dragons. Sing then of Sardior. Ruby red jewel they made in their likeness. Sardior, first born of dragon kind, labored alongside Bahamut and Tiamut. Shaping the dragons they crafted. Dragons metallic and dragons chromatic. Breathe, dragons. Draw on the life's gift. Breathe into you at the dawn of creation. And, uh, fuck yeah. He hands a second piece of paper to Rochilda. Okay. Um, wait, so it's the same thing? It's not the same. Oh, yeah, look at that. Okay. From the top. Breathe, dragons. Sing of the outsiders, war-bringer gods with their mortal adherents, teeming they came into the first world, seeking a home for their legions and followers. Mighty in magic and numbers, conquered the deities, seized their victory. Fallen noble was Bahamut. Sardar, Sardiar, hid in the heart, hid in the heart of creation. Breathe, dragon, sing now, Tiamat. Raging in battle with no hope of victory. She would not flee or surrender. Fighting as as death reached its cold claws towards her. Warbringers seized her and bound her, snatched her from her dream, entombed her in torment, sealed in the darkness forever, captive to gods, laying claim to create Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow, what prose, what epic prose. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the old man then hands a third piece of paper to Julius. I'll spare you the voice. <laughs> Breathe, dragon, sing of the conquest. Seating the, <laughs> seating the world with their legions of followers, each to their own habitation. Elves in the forest, dwarves in their mountains, orcs in their caverns and canyons, goblin, goblins in the bald lands, and halflings in the green fields, lizard folk lurking in the marshes. Humans throughout every part of creation. Breathe, dragon, sing of uh, Bahamut. Makers of peace with the outsider, outsider deities. Welcome to the mountains celestial. Worship by some of the platinum paladin. Sing of his journeys of seeking, striving to understand the gods of their children, our gods and their children, longing for Tiamat's freedom. 
grieving her loss from the face of creation. And a fourth favor he hands to Grigneck. Who's eyeing him very suspiciously, just like, uh, what? Oh, okay. I don't know, um, can you read? <laughs> and Grigneck just, like, looks at you, like, rolls his eyes, you know, he's tying directly up at you and just like, do you know how incredibly racist that is? Amazing! <laughs> yes, I can read. Do you, have you... I've been speaking perfect common this entire time. Do you assume just, I'm sorry, sir. Do you speak and read Goblin perfectly without uh, accent? This is how me, you all sound. Let me review my notes. I can't remember if I speak Goblin. Technically, I don't think I do. Because common is I such a common language. Uh, okay, sorry. Oh, oh, common is a very, common is a common language, says, says the rock expert. What do rocks speak, by the way? I've never asked. They they hit they 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 speak uh, smack smack <laughs> smack you in the head. <laughs> wow, that's that's really good. Uh, oh gosh, getting a little derailed here. Um, yes, sir, I read. <laughs> Breathe. Dragons, and he like looks back at the Julius. Like, eh. <laughs> Sing of her freedom. Tiamat loosed from her prison of torment. Tell how she rallied her children. Dragons, chromatic a spectrum of mayhem. Sing of her fury, her vengeance. Lightning and venom, ice, fire and corrosion. Five-headed monstrous and mighty, rampaging. On a campaign of destruction. I lost the accent. Horde. <laughs> Breathe, dragons. Sing of the first world. Scattered in infinite seeding realities. Oh, and he, he just like, infinite. That's, that's deep. Uh, sing, Bahamut and Tiamat. Watching it sundering morning their labor. Sing two of Sanio sundered. Consciousness scattered. In minuscule fragments, breathe, dragons. You are inheritors, ruling the wreck of the first world's destruction. And he just like puts his hands down and looks at Julius. <laughs> Sing. And the five gatekeepers standing in front of you. I, I, I like... give it. I give it up for him. I give him the snaps, yo. Yeah. Why? What is that noise? Is that is that a challenge? Is that a threat of some sort? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we basically did did, you, did your little slam poetry contest here. Is it a little? Is that is that is that what we need we need to do to get in? The yeah. The gatekeepers are fucking like staring at four of you, like jaws dropped, awestruck, and the dragonborn eventually glances at the old man behind you. Uh. And says, Master Tanyan, I, I didn't realize that these were friends of yours and that they were so well-versed. Please enter the courtyard. And uh, they pull the gate. So hold on. Is this like a gated community? Like, what is this? Yeah, place? yeah. Okay. Picture like, uh, yeah, like a gated community, except like there's this uh here here you guys you are now in this like massive open courtyard behind the walls gotcha. of this gate that's a castle um 
Yeah, and uh, you can look up and, and see pillars stretching high into the sky all around in the courtyard and a deep, uh, a deep, uh, high-raising inner structure. Man. And you can hear the waves lapping on the shore just outside of the walls, and you can see the birds chirping overhead. And, uh, it's fucking beautiful in this, like, you see sculptures so well-crafted, like, the most well-crafted you've ever seen, even the dwarf. Like, the stonework is fucking impressive here. Yeah, and whether this painting was drawn, like, you know, was drawn by hand or by was drawn uh, digitally, fucking perspective is cool, man. Right. The fucking the that center, you know. Yeah. Essentially, this is this is a flat surface, but right perspective, perspective, man. Yeah, yeah this, don't, don't fall, fall in that hole. This waterfall yeah. hole, like I, I love yeah. a good waterfall hole, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also yeah. love a good fucking like a good uh, chalk, like sidewalk chalk artist that makes it look like the fucking like sidewalk Dude, opens up. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. I love that I can, shit too. Uh, I saw one of those in Seattle once that legitimately. I don't know. I was eight. Maybe. And oh, like, my God. <laughs> like, my conscious mind didn't think I was going to fall through a hole in the ground, but my, you know, my, my visual cortex was like, no, 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 dog. Like, don't step on that. That's a hole to yeah. a reality. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. You don't know where that ends. It's right. Bottom, it's bottomless for all we know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, was, it was wild stuff. I'm into that. Vertigo that you're like, nah, but it, like, it's valid vertigo because that's actually like a... It was like a top-down kind of thing. It was, it was very weird. Yeah, it's forced perspective. That's the one. <laughs> and uh, you guys are now standing inside of this wall, and this old man is standing next to you. And he just happily smiles at the four of you. And uh, says, all of you have come here for your own reasons. Oh, yeah. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. Julius, Big time. You come Big time, buddy. mourning a loss. Grignac, you come seeking release. Fajaro. Yeah, yeah, just looking around, really. Just uh, <laughs> having myself a good luck. Just, hey, just... You cannot hide your will from me. In oh, yeah. I... Relic you are. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's Wait, what. Who is that voice? Oh, I know exactly who it is. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I forget who it uh, is. You, you oh, it's Billy Crystal, right? No. Oh, man. It's not Billy Crystal. It, it may help you if, if I threaten to stab you in the face with a soldering iron. iron. Yeah, it might. <laughs> and, you know, if the cops come looking for it, you can always hide that soldering iron in the only place you can. Yeah. Off your ass. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Rohilda, in search of an ancient text, you, you will all find much of what you're looking for here in Candlekeep. Please follow me into the inner, into the inner library. And, like he walks on, and Grignac is just like, "I'm sorry." Is does anyone trust him? Are we supposed to trust him? Does yeah, he, and then does he honestly think? That, that any of us would not be extremely suspicious that he's going to, like, lure us into a cave or closet or something and murder us for our stuff. Right. What? Yeah, you, you can, can all see inside, inside the door yeah. that's open for you now. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm I'm agreeing with I'm agreeing with 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 you the entire time up me. until up until I see <laughs> the fucking library that, that that we're about to walk through, and then I think I just get like fucking like rock hard, you know? This uh, yeah, this, super this, fucking uh, Jones. This library is like the most beautiful thing you guys have ever seen. Not only do you see like floor-to-ceiling bookshelves filled with books, but there are also, like, works of art on the, like, on the floor, right? And on the ceiling and the walls and sculptures and, and like, gold-plated hand railing and marble pillars, and it's just, like, the most amazing thing that any of you have ever seen. And, uh, Tanyan says to you, Grigneck, you don't trust me. I don't blame you, but I don't sense any ill will coming from the four of you, and I have trusted you enough to allow you access here to seek what you will. Yeah, and Grignac's jaw is kind of just on the floor a bit, and just looking, he's like, oh my, great. Greg McLoobiehead, you never, you never did anything like the smell. It smells so old in here. <laughs> it, it, it smells rich of like old books. And, yeah, and and like leather. Yeah, and and not all of this book, not all of these books are are uh, like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not all, like, fucking, uh, collections of, of knowledge. You know, some of this are, like, atlases, and some of these are, like, you know, books of works of art, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fiction says, and nonfiction. Yeah, exactly. The two-disc set. <laughs> the... Tanyan then says to you, I have my own business to attend to, and he wanders off and leaves you guys free to explore the library. So, hold on, do I have, do I still have my book? Yeah, you you have your book, but the pages inside it are blank. This is just like a, he, he explains Tanyan explains to you, Julius, that texts removed from the library walls will shortly find their way back here by the magic of, huh, I don't want to brag, but magic of my own creation. Your own creation? <laughs> my oh my boy! God, Almost, but I've reached acceptance, so I don't fall to tears. But um, I'm intrigued by this type of magic. Um, But is can I ask you your title? What what are you here? Mm -hmm. I am many things. Head head librarian. Some would call me head librarian. I believe my official title is Keeper. The Keeper of Candlekeep. He's maybe the Candlekeeper. 
You it's see, the candle keeper. You see, the uh, warrior really came that? here in search of something, and my gate guards would have happily turned you away without your submissions. But it is my belief that all those in search of knowledge should find it. My desire is to find what lies in this book that my son was so much pondering. It has surely returned to its place on the shelves within these walls. You may find it here. Please, I must ask you not to attempt to remove it again. Not at all, but please reveal what is meant to be revealed in the text. It's some, it has to be some deep magic. Is, uh, what has happened to the book? Is it, is it in his, Julius's possession still? Or has it like, that's what I gotta imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm holding the book in front of him. He's still got like a a binding with with papers in it, but there's no text on the papers. It's completely blank. Oh, okay. Hmm. Because really, is the book the binding and the paper? Or is, or is it, it the all words on the page? Oh. There he is. Um, so I'm trying to... to uh, I want... Uh, uh, you, you, tell, there, uh, you tell me... A powerful me. spell must reveal this. No, you, you tell, tell me, Trev. What was your son interested in? Like, Welcome do, back, do, do you know? Sorry, dogs. All good. Well... It's uh, because, like, because I'm asking because Tanyan will happily point you in the direction to to find this text if you tell him like like do you show him the cover like do you yeah show I show him the cover the, yeah he points you to the section in the library where you can find the text in this book okay I I want to like use the Dewey Decimal system yeah, yeah and, no, uh, like he tells you how to he tells you how to operate the the Index, yeah. yeah, the index, okay. the, the Rolodex of papers in this. Uh, yeah. And I go, uh, so I imagine I find the section, and yeah, I and, and, look and, at, I want to see what he, uh, books are around this book. As he sends you off, and he place. wanders off. He wanders off to tend to his own business as you guys are searching the library. Um, you find yourself in a in a section of like blueprints. And engineering drawings, uh, various different structures on the Sword Coast, uh, like whole city floor plans are kept in this uh, area of the library. And uh, it is at this point that the four of you are approached by uh, another character. I'll show him here uh, a decrepit gray-bearded dwarf uh, wearing a custodial uniform uh, he's carrying a heavy square tome bound in black leather the weight of the book causes the old dwarf to wheeze and squint and he's panicked he's looking around and his eyes meet yours the four of you presumably the first people that he's seen in quite a while and he outstretches a hand towards you and clenches his teeth and tries to speak but before he can say anything 
his knees buckle and he collapses with the book pressed underneath him. Um, I what do go you do? to his aid. I'm gonna go grab the book. Yeah, uh, Julius, you turn this man over and he is, like, wholly unresponsive. Uh, you check his pulse and there is none. You guys wanna, you wanna know something funny, Joe? What's that? I've used this image before. Have you? Yes. I think I've seen this image before. This was Captain Shagbeard. Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've seen this before. I, Captain uh, Shagbeard? You know, Shagbeard. the, 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 uh, oh, the internet is, has its limits. <laughs> that, that just... It's not as deep as you think. For some reason, Shagbeard just gave me inspiration for an Austin, Pyre, Austin Powers-inspired character. <laughs> Maybe the word shag. Definitely shag. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's that's fucking rad. But yeah, I want to grab the book out of his hand, no doubt. Cool. And I, I, I assume that I, I assume that... Can I perform that, a medicine check? That uh, my feathers... That you can. Is he, is he, like, gone? Should I call the, the, the coroner? Uh, do your uh, do your medicine check. Grignac is have... standing back, saying like, "I I keep telling you, everything dies violently, <laughs> it, suddenly and violently. <laughs> Boom, you're dead." Brain aneurysm. I rolled a crit anywhere for like no reason. <laughs> First roll of the game. Uh, you know, have you ever? Uh, have you guys? Wow, this amazing. is pretty fucking dark if you ever have. But have you guys ever seen somebody doing CPR on a corpse? Um, like, like, like uh, that, that's basically what Julius is doing right now. He's doing very good CPR, and if there was any hope of saving this person, he probably would. Step away. I'm but, gonna uh, use. Uh, I want to fucking cure him with something that I have. I'm gonna use spell. Can you spare the dying? It's a cantrip. Can I, yeah, I spare the dying on, on, on the motherfucker? You, Take that, you get, uh, you get a strong emotion that fills you, Paharo. Yeah. If this soul wanted to be returned to the prime material plane, then... This spell may have functioned, but it—you feel a sensation of like letting go and like undesire, and the corpse lays motionless. Interesting. So this, so this okay, guy, this Julius, guy just wanted to die. Julius, like. He stops performing CPR and is like, may or may not have wanted to die. Now that now that it has happened, you you can feel it in your because your spell does something, right? Like you can you can feel that it this spirit no longer wants to return to yeah. I'm picturing like doing in life, like the spell grabs the spirit and puts it back in the body. And and it does that, but then the spirit yeah. is just like it just goes back up. It's like, like don't touch me, bro. Ugh. I'm just gonna slip <laughs> yeah. right out again. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. But, but you pick, pick up the book, and uh, this book yeah. is bound in a sturdy black leather, 
with the title and the author's name. And, uh, here we go. Candlekeep deconstruction. Images of a smiling dwarf and a builder's handle. A uh, builder's hammer are stamped onto the front cover. Isajar. Do you, do you know an East Do I know an Isajar? I, I say out loud. <laughs> uh, does, uh, do you know does, that this person is, uh, like... <laughs> You, you would know that this author is famous for, uh, like, a, this is like a, this is like a famous inventor, uh, akin to the Da Vinci of our world. And this, this book details some of his, uh, sketches, a lot of which, uh, do you do well, hold on, do you open the book, or are you just examining the cover? Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, immediately, like, I, I read down the... I, why, I flip it over. Is there anything on the back cover? Nothing? There's nothing on the back corner, but... Back cover, nothing? You know that the... You can concern that the pages are marred by the occasional smudge or tear from the reader's thumb. Sure. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, I And then I'm going to open the book and start rummaging through it. See if see if it, like, naturally goes to any, any like... You, maybe are already marked page... You, bookmarked you, paged? You come, come across a bookmark. Sure. And uh, the bookmark page reveals a diagram and description of almost every location in Candlekeep. Mm, and uh, you find particularly, like, circled with a pen is uh, a rendering of a tower known as the Barn Door. Uh, you can see that this drawing depicts the floor plan detailing the tower's lowest level, a uh, small dungeon complex which contains an odd array of mechanical devices. And uh, I want you to make an Arcana check. Oh, that's not good, but it's all right because I have good Arcana. It's a five plus an 11. God bless America. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can... Uh, you can discern that these are just uh, sets of gears and pulleys. Uh, you, you can't exactly tell what their purpose is. Okay. But uh, you're looking at this blueprint when suddenly Tanyan returns from uh, around the corner of another section of the library and sees the body and in shock he just... Buran! Buran, what happened here? Greg Neck was immediately what? like, that was not us. I did not do that. What are the four of you doing with that? And at this point, Tanyan casts a wall of force, and the four of you are pushed to one side, and the book falls to the other side, and he picks it up and, like, is glaring at you like, I trusted you, and I find you now here with this. Who are you for? What are you really doing here? This violence is inappropriate and uncalled for. We did nothing. We were standing here and this man died. This is racist. It's what? Race has nothing to do with this. <laughs> um, I, I was about to, to make a, a logical argument, but... Uh, it's racist. Uh, you assume I, an elderly white man, I'm racist. That's a fair point. <laughs> I performed CPR for 13 minutes. 
Hey, this guy literally could have lived if he wanted to, man. He I don't know how to say it. Tanyan takes a... Go, go ahead, Rod. Sorry. No, I wouldn't. No, no, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you, you had a thing. Yeah. No, I mean, no, that was it, you know. No, you I was just, yeah, I was just legitimately I was just going tried to explain. To yeah, I was just going to explain how... Yeah, he... It was his choice. He wanted to die. Tanyan. Otherwise... He'd be here. Yeah, Tanyan pauses. For a solid, like, three minutes. Just kind of... Looking over the four of you. And, uh... Eventually, he says... I don't believe that you're responsible for this death. However, the Candlekeep Day construction is a forbidden tome. It is not to be handled by any, save the highest ranking library staff. I must return it to its place. Wait, wait, so, so this gentleman that just died, he, he was, was such a staff. He Correct? was not such oh, a staff, which is why I'm going to do this. Tanyan cast. What are you doing? Tanyan cast. <laughs> speak with dead on Bruin's corpse. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have trusted the four of you. It's time for you to show me that that trust was well placed. I trust you. Now prove it. I must return this book to its proper place. I need you to find out what Boron here was doing with it. And he swings well. off, and uh, the wall of horses dropped, and you're left in front of a now conscious uh, corpse. <laughs> Wait, conscious? Speak with oh. dead. The speak oh. with dead spell grants a corpse. Uh, I think like 10 minutes of afterlife. Interesting. Something like that. <laughs> so he's full blown animate? He's yeah, not like, like sitting up and like his head like rolls yeah, over and his eyes are, his eyes are looking around and. Yeah. Okay. And hold on. Uh, what's his name? Pal? Oh, yeah, what, yeah, what was no, your uh, name? Pal. Was it Pal? I never Bur know. Buran? Buran? Dern Metal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mr. Uh, um, Mr. Metal. Hey, pal. Uh, uh, Mr. Yeah, pal. Um, just uh, yeah. Qu a quick question here. Um, now, this page that was bookmarked in this book. Uh, just you just just want to clarify what exactly is going on here? The, the book. book. <sighs> the book. <sighs> I took it. I took it. I. I took it because he needs it. You see, he needs it for his his bat crazy plan, and he's crazy. His plan is crazy. I, you okay. know, I yeah, signed up. Not so. Deep breath. Deep okay. breath. <laughs> Who needs it? Listen. Listen to what I have to say. Listen carefully. I am a custodial engineer here in Candlekeep. That's a janitor. That, that means janitor. <laughs> sure, it means janitor. That's right, you're right. I'm a janitor, a glorified janitor. But I'm also member of a secret cult 
among the citizens living here in Candlekeep. Oh boy. The cult. People live here? Yes, this is like a this is like a city. Oh, okay. I thought it was just a library. No, okay. Candlekeep. The the place that you guys are in is actually like pretty off limits to most outsiders. It's the proverbial uh, ivory tower. Yeah, and so the fact that uh, Tanyan decided to grant you guys access means that uh, maybe he saw something in you. Whatever. Okay. Um, but uh, Burn continues to explain how he's a mem. I am, I am a member of a secret cult within the inhabitants of. Sorry, this is like the same voice as fucking. No, it's not. <laughs> the hey, cult, do it. Do what you feel. The cult is called the Livestock, and uh, their leader, a visionary, uh, a, a zealot, some would say, Stonky J. Naptapa, he aims to keep Candlekeep's most valuable tomes from falling into the hands of the unworthy. And uh, unworthy means fucking everyone. Alright. Uh, yeah. See these hands? These are not unworthy hands. See this relic in my hand, and then like, I pull this relic out, and um, no one's supposed to know I have this. Keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pull this relic out, and like, like the 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 cut on my hand immediately just heals. Um, so I guess I that's this this is when I find out that the relic that I have is like is like a straight healing crystal. Listen, you don't have to convince me. I'm not as crazy as he am. Lots of people are worthy of knowledge. Lots of people. He's insane. After reading the deconstruction, he realized that the tower out there in the courtyard, the, the decrepit old-looking tower, uh, we call it around here the barn door, it's actually a flying vehicle powered by some sort of arcane device that he aims to rebuild and he wants to uh, stockpile all of Candlekeep's most valuable texts in the bottom door and launch it to the stars. The fucking stars. Are you talking about destroying knowledge? He's batshit insane. That's what I said. And as soon as I really, you know, he's a smooth talker. He got, he got me. I admit it. He hooked me, and I, I bit, and he reeled me in. But once I realized how uh, insane he was, I uh, wait. Yeah, I stole the blueprints. He so you mean to tell me this this man is drawing up plans? To draw, to make up some kind of like spaceship to go to go to the moon and stars, and he's saying it's possible. This is exactly what I'm saying. He needs to die. He this... needs to be arrested. Wait, tried. Something. Murdered. So something. What are you doing with done. the book? I. He needs the book. So right? he oh. needs the plans. I took the book, but it will only delay him. Most of his work is. Complete. Uh, I, I fear I was too late. Uh, so, so, wait. Uh, what what still needs to be done? What 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 can we do? You have to stop him. Him and the rest of his cult. They're holed up. They're holed up in the barn door and. 
uh, it's at this point that you guys begin to hear like a low rumbling off in the distance, followed by a loud sound coming from outside in the courtyard, and then violent, violent shaking. Uh, a massive earthquake is happening that causes all of Candlekeep to shudder. The walls begin to crack, windows shatter, volumes of texts are being thrown to the floor, works of art are being lost to destruction, and I need all of you to make a DC-15 dexterity save uh, for falling debris. As you attempt to, dude. as you attempt to escape the library back into the courtyard, it's a five with a skinny friend. Dexterity saving throw or dexterity saving check? throw. Saving throw. Right. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen does it. Shield up passes. You guys are like dodging debris and making for the door right now. Very uh, fucking does it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is Grit so Neck, slow. Grit Neck gets to the door and then does a couple backflips back to get well, to you guys Grit. and then runs back out the door. Okay, Grignac has been like extremely on edge, like going into the walls of like civilized people because civilized people kill goblins just on sight. Right. They see sure. goblins, they kill them. So just going in the walls here, like he's been on edge the whole time. They might have killed you if not for your submission, uh, which, which they were awestruck by. Um, so yeah, he was very prepared for something to go instantly horribly wrong. And uh, yeah, just really jumped. Yeah, 18. 18 does it. So you guys all make it back out into the courtyard uh, just fine. And as suddenly as the shaking began, it stops. And you guys are back in the courtyard. Um, what, what what do we see? Like yeah, you, you can, can see, see evidence of like damage, damage everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like there are there are cracked structures. There's debris strewn all about the floor, and uh, it's at this point that Tanyan comes back running out of the library towards the four of you, and just like, are you four okay? Is everyone okay? He, he, like, he like shouts to the, there are a bunch of people in the courtyard now. He's like, is everyone okay? Barn, 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 door, <laughs> door, where, huh? Tell me, now that, now that I know everyone is safe from harm, what did you learn from Boron? Barn! Why, what about the, that fucking condemned old tower over there? And he points to like a rotting old tower that, that was already falling apart before the earthquake. And uh, Okay, wait, so, um... The, the corpse like re- returned to to corpsedom. Not not complete corpsedom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Total. Um, okay. Yeah. So Grignard's just like okay. Oh jeez. I, I mean, mean, unless you guys, like, did you guys carry the corpse out when you were escaping the library? I just nah. I, I, I just carried the left him there. Yeah. Yeah. I have the book with me though. Didn't uh, drop the book. Yeah, Grignard just. With with complete self preservation and cowardice, just like Goblin scurried to to safety immediately in the blink of an eye, um, and and he just turns to Tanyan. Is that it? Tanyan, Tanyan, Kari, Tanyan. Um, 
He just says, okay, God, see, I, I swore I wasn't going to get involved in anything. I'm just here for, uh, for my problems. Okay, so some sort of crazies I believe in some crazy stuff about shooting a towel into space because, like, not all people are good enough for all the, like, the great books. So these crazies want to sequester the knowledge for themselves, just only the good people in, in the... And they're going to go out to, to where the stars are, I guess. Um, look. L- look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Look at me in my eyes. My I, dark you, you, and you haunted see, eyes. You see, you, you sound know, crazy when you say some shit about the space and the stars. And... So... Did... He gives him, like, the most deadpan look and just, like... Look to my dark and haunted eyes. And uh, I want to invoke my uh, haunted one feature. Oh, shit. Nice. Uh, Heart of Darkness. <laughs> yep. I think, I think that's, that's a Yu Gi Oh card. <laughs> Those who look into your eyes can see that you have faced unimaginable horror. Isn't that a fucking you are no stranger Conrad? to this. Just yep. Conrad? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a weird book. I read it in high school. I'd like to read it again when I can like understand it. Why? Just watch Apocalypse Now, dog. The book's different. Like, like yes, no, Apocalypse oh, yeah. Now is, but like that book does weird shit, and I like I didn't follow it. I remember reading it and, and like reading through a bit of weird shit, and it's like I didn't get that. <laughs> but I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, that that is read that that is read that. Damn, sophomore year. Yeah, and like I was, I was too busy, like just like only only caring about drumline for for whatever reason, just like I mean, yeah, in class writing out jump parts, just fucking in class banging out banging banging jump parts on my desk, just like not giving shit about shit about shit, especially about hard darkness. Right. If only but, I had such a good excuse. Like, I just didn't do the schoolwork for, like, no good reason. <laughs> I had a teacher that was, like, his son played euphonium, and he was, like, two years ahead of me. Um, and, you know, like, I would never turn in homework, like, ever. And he, he'd walk by and, like, you got your homework today? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, you were probably practicing, huh? And I was just... <laughs> was like, yeah. Yeah. Definitely practicing. <laughs> He's like, all right, can you give me a B? <laughs> just give me a B on, on every assignment. Uh, every, every like, homework. Anyway. B for badass. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, I got, I got fucking, like, B-plus average in a, on, a, on a report card. Uh, yeah. See, those are the... Those are the... Those are the people doing the Lord's work right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Well, he was all, I had him after lunch, and he was drunk. I don't know. Yeah, well. Two out of five days. Three out of five days. Like, it, you know, it varied. Anyway. Let's take a, let's take a quick five here. I gotta yeah, pee again. Yeah. We'll get back. So I have a feature here. We'll get back to that. But, like, this is maybe the first time we're using a backstory feature. Mm. What, uh, the old one? Uh, haunted one. So that's haunted my back. One. Like, my backstory is, like... My life has been completely shaped by this like terrible like, event. supernatural traumatic event or or yeah. possession or something like that. Like, yeah, like Grignac has lived. He hasn't disclosed how long it's been, but like it's not short. This didn't happen last week or last month, you know. 
he's not entirely sure because he loses the time when it like when it takes him over and he becomes just like a like a wandering you know demonically possessed like goblin reefer and then he comes out of it and he's just like oh christ yeah like like look Grignac's he's a goblin he's not good he's probably evil you know like maybe, but like not that that shit like that's a whole nother level <laughs> I have this whole story about the horse I think I think I want to I think I want to maybe create one or two more characters for these one shots before moving forward I start just reusing them and recycling them and start getting start really nailing down the characters you know for like like maybe like bring back fucking EW for like the next one shot you Dude, know EW would be great I I have an idea for a nautical thing that like really will just take place at sea. We'll oh, probably man. do nautical nonsense. I, I, I really, really want to do a sea-based campaign. Yeah, like I, I want yeah, to do one that, like you know, we'll start in the town, but I'm talking a third of the first night, and then the rest of it you're on the boat. Twiskel it, too. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I would absolutely use Port Laston because like no reason not to. You know, we have a we have a world yeah. here that we can play in. So you're gonna basically with this feature, you're gonna put him as a uh, an ally. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. What uh, happens? What happens here? Heart of Darkness. Oh God, my night mode turned on. Sorry. I need to turn it off, or I will be asleep in fucking ten minutes. <laughs> Guarantee you. Uh, yeah, it's like it's one of the most like potent um, class feature or uh, background features. I've read, I've read this before. But yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm super into it. Uh, Haunted One. Feature. Heart of Darkness. Those who look into your eyes can see that you've faced unimaginable horror and that you are no stranger to darkness. Though they might fear you, commoners will extend you every courtesy and do their utmost to help you. Unless you've shown yourself to be a danger to them, they will even take up arms to fight alongside you should you find yourself facing an enemy alone. Um, so it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm like, no, like look into my fucking eyes right now and see the shit I've just seen, like the barest glimmer of a reflection of the, of the dark, like demon blooded shit I've seen. I'm just here for a book. Okay. But this guy came in and died in front of us and said some crazy shit. That's where I'm at right now. I... And like, and I want to say Tanyan sees, like, in his eyes, this just like, I don't know, I don't know where I've been. I don't know how long it's been. But like, I'm in, I'm in a real bad spot. Tanyan sees all of that. And uh, I don't suspect any of you have that rate of a reason to lie about this particular thing so stunk choose to believe you and uh as he's speaking to you then uh, a, a dragonborn approaches like like stunk stunk stunky what about, oh yeah Noptopa? what about the yeah, old yeah. fool Aha! Uh -huh. Well, yep. let me take that back. He's actually not that old. 
She, she is not that old. She? That's a real misnomer, then. Multiple counts. See, uh, bad barn door. Do, yeah. do, you, do you guys tell uh, Tanya everything that you learned yeah, from Yeah, sorry, I, I meant that to be part of that. It's like, look into my eyes and believe me when I tell you the following. Yeah, okay, so he, like, he believes Grignick, and uh, at this point... Uh, a dragonborn comes running up from there, there's like a there's a large hearth on the on the uh, one of the borders of these courtyard walls and uh, a dragonborn comes, really comes running. There's a, there's a scurry of activity. Yeah, yeah. People yeah, are panicked and like huge earthquake. Sure. So yeah, I'm a dragonborn man comes up and puts his hand on Tanya's shoulder and uh, keeper Tanya. I was just reading. Reading by the hearth when I heard a loud boom come from the barn door just before the earthquake struck. Something strange is going on in that condemned tower, damn it. It should be demolished immediately before it collapses, leaving an open scar in our walls. Wow, priorities, huh? Must be nice. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> Knowledge is kept here, and it must be kept safe. From those who would use it for ill will. Hey, uh, listen here, bub. And he, he like, kind of walks up, just, like, swaggery to, you know. He said he's a dragonborn, so, like, he's plenty tall. And he just, like, pokes, you know, Grignac pokes at him, like, in the lower belly. Just like, hey, listen here, bub. You know, knowledge can be passed down through chanting songs around a fire. Just as well as it can through a book in, you know, the, God, the most... The most materially expensive structure. My ever. friend, have you ever played a game called Telephone? Meaning, and then as I get lost in spoken word. Well, who's to say that this that this Ismar person is wasn't wasn't full of it himself? Wait, who? Donkey's Ismar? Mm. Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> Tanyan says at this point, if everything that I've heard is true, then the barn door must indeed be investigated. I lost it, it my voice there. Give me a second to get back. Oh, no. It, it happens. Yeah. However, right now, Bookman, <laughs> you and I must begin an inventory of the damages caused by the quake. Jesus Christ, we tell them that, oh my, inventory. Oh, the, the, uh, uh, by inventory, I mean triage. <laughs> Don't you see? <laughs> People like are hurt here. Book triage. Yeah, the, the books, books and the people. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, no citizen of Candlekeep has been anywhere near that condemned tower in centuries. And... After. Is, is that it right here? Uh, no, that's not it. No, you guys okay. will you guys will get him into the tower shortly. Okay, cool. Um, well, but I mean, wait, did he did he believe us about uh, yeah, Stinky Joe? Yeah, Stonky, yeah, no, he, he Stonky McCree, I forget. He, he believes He believes all of what you're telling him, and uh, he says to the four of you, after your conversation with Borum and your thumbing through. 
the deconstruction. You four are currently the leading experts on the barn door in Candlekeep. I am putting you in charge of the investigation. Show me now that I can trust you. There's an arcane lock spell barring access to the tower. The past phrase is Jeopardy. Now please, make haste. Bookworm and I have other matters to attend to. And they wander off, like, tending to the wounded and whatnot. Grignac just, like, calls after him in vain. Just like, I mean, I'm really just here for a book on curses. Prove your trustworthy. Alright, well, I mean, we can all agree that these guys, like, these Bondor guys really are, you know, they're just, they're just doing their own thing, really. They're, they, they, they seek to misconstrue what, what books are for, what, what knowledge is for, to, to share, to know, to, 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 to understand if, if everything is to, just disappear into the sky, then it, it, it cannot be allowed to happen. What will happen to my first edition, edition text that I cannot find? It's just gone? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So, okay. Grignac walks up to Richilda, um, whom, whom he, like, kind of enjoys a little more just because you're a little on the shorter side than, than the rest of people normally. I'm just like, okay. Look at me. Look into my eyes. Look into my into my dark which, and which haunted one? eyes. You have three of them. One's <laughs> on your your weapon. Uh, to be fair, no no one's seen the weapon yet. Oh right. That description was for your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's just like he's do, he does the same spiel, you know. Look into my dark and haunted eyes. <laughs> Uh, okay. You tell me. You tell me what 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 you see. I'm looking. There is not any way, in all in all the great wide world I've encountered so far, in my terrible terrible life, that I could give any less of a shit about any of this. <laughs> are you? Are, are you just, not? Just all of it. Every Ooh, single bit. Side present I am here because it's my last idea on the checklist the the grand checklist in the sky of things that might possibly maybe resolve the unbearable curse that I am play, blessed with Alright, well, maybe yeah, I mean, like, and he's like, and the only reason why I haven't just given in to the whispers and let the hammer eat all of you <laughs> is because something tells me with my shit luck, the only way I'm getting the book I need is from going into that fucking Alright, well... So, if we can all just get off our our high horses and just, like, I don't know, kill them all, probably. (laughs) Uh, It's starting to shake out that way. I'm sorry, I don't mean to make a scene. 
No, I mean no. That's that's that could be easy. So you guys, uh, you guys walk up the path to the entrance of the barn door here, and you see a decrepit-looking three-story tower topped with a roof of metal shingles that are painted red. Um, the only entrance is on the ground level, uh, an iron door with wooden with a wooden sign bolted to it that reads, "In common, danger, no trespassing." Um, hi. Turn it around. We were instructed to come here. Hold on a second. Trespassing is for people who don't have permission. Yeah, you turn the sign around. Yeah. Hey, just um, is there is there a means of opening this door or is it? There's a there's like a, a handle and a latch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, looks back and is like, well. Yeah, Julius just I'll, goes in. I guess I'll yeah. just try the knob. Uh, the, uh, the door is locked. Jeopardy. You hear a mechanical clanking sound as the door unlocks. Ah. Excellent. Very well, Trebuck. Uh, you guys, you guys walk in? Yeah. And, uh... The penis mightier. <laughs> Uh, the tower's ground floor smells of old books and has walls lined with floor-to-ceiling bookcases. Wood-framed doors set with small, diamond-shaped panes of glass keep the books secure on the shelves. Each section of which has a rolling ladder anchored to a ceiling rail. And you guys see three humanoid figures in custodian's outfits sweeping up on the bottom level of this floor. And we, uh, one of the custodians looks at you for, and just is like, you, you're not livestock. What are you doing in here? And we're going to roll initiative. Oh, just one of these guys? Uh, there's three. So you guys are here. How do I put my initiative in? Is I thought it was you. We need turns, and then we can type our shit in. Sorry. Gave uh, Julius two. There you go. Grimnack rolls a 37. Huh? Or did you name it Battle 4? You named it. I named it Battle 4, yes. Okay. This is the theme song from Tokyo Ghoul. It's a piano cover. Interesting. Tokyo Ghoul anime? Yeah. It's a very good one. Uh, the first season, at least, uh -huh. is good. After that, it's it it a bit insane. 
I'm always good for like a, a hot anime tip because there's so much of it out there and most of it's I, I enjoyed a lot. I really enjoyed the first season of Tokyo Ghoul. Nice. Specifically the theme song, uh, which I thought was fucking rad. Which is, hey, this is a this Good music is a, can make an anime. Yeah. Do you watch Ev Evangeline? Evangelion. Evangelion? My, my, my little cousin asked for some fucking gear for that. For some oh, sweating. Yeah. Uh, Pajaro, what was your score? 19. Oh, okay. 19. I've only seen, I saw some of it, like, on Toonami when, when we were kids. Mm -hmm. But uh, I haven't, like, watched it. Yeah, Wait, that, that, that and One uh, Piece. No, I'm, I'm thinking of... Dude, I love, I really like One Piece. Yeah, One Piece is tight. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, like, yeah. That's a weird show, dude. That's a real weird show. One Piece, uh, I haven't gotten into. One Piece is pretty weird. But uh, it's worth getting into weird. I, I think I'm good. It, it's I, just too many episodes. I can't like I can't start it. Oh, I watched it. I went hard deep and got like nine seasons in. <laughs> I watched an episode of fucking the live action Cowboy Bebop and like I I turned it off after like. Isabel really wants to watch that show and I keep talking her out of it because like I've seen the anime and I know it's yeah. not going to be that good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we we turned it off after five minutes. Yeah, dude, didn't I it like, get canceled? I like Cowboy Bebop too much yeah. to like destroy it with. Yeah, I I, I love Cowboy Bebop. Like that's the that's my fucking childhood right there. No, it just and, it just looked like a like some fucking like fucking film school like too goofy. Fucking the freshman, anime is like, not freshman. goofy. So, will you guys as players just answer a quick question for me? Can you see uh, health bars above the NPCs? The NPCs. The 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 no. three cult the three characters in front of you. No. Can, can you see, see names name tags? No, I can. Yeah, yeah I can see. Cow cotton, macadamia, cow cotton nuts. macadamia nuts and chicken peach. That's the one. And then I can see the health bars of all of all the four of us. But no numbers, right? Uh, correct. Cool. Yeah, correct. And see, you, you can see numbers own. above mine. Yeah. Numbers above your own, but not everyone else's, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Rochilda. Right. Uh, you guys can feel free to order yourselves however you want. I just kind of guessed at who would be at the door here, so. Uh, my number is not correct. What the hell? <laughs> what like, number? It, it changed my initiative score. It changed on me twice. What, uh, what's your number? Um, seven. Seven? But it's, yeah, but it's 20 seven, somehow. Seven, eleven. There you go. Seven even back to a little Joe. <laughs> nice. So, like, is everyone else's number correct? Yeah, mine's good. Weird. Interesting. Because at first it was 14, which, huh. Maybe I fucked it up somehow, I don't know. I don't know, when maybe I, I fucked it up because I... I... Like... Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. As long as everyone else's numbers are correct, then it's all good. These guys are uh, swinging their brooms at you, so. Brooms? They yeah, were they, no, they were sweeping up. They've thrown their brooms to the ground and drawn. Let, their it, let it be known. Um, <laughs> but they are in custodial uniforms, and they all have like a like a, a weird like animal mask on. Um, let it be known, like Grignac's fucking last in the order. But let it be known that we walk in. 
people are in, you know, with, with orders to do so, or at least permission, let's say. We know the passcode. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people in here in Grignac. They're like, what are you doing in here? And Grignac is posed to, like, speak to them and be like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? You know? Okay, do you want to do... Well, um, actually... No, the, yeah, these guys are going to attack on Oh, site. fair enough. I, I just... I'm saying, let it be known. Since I'll be going last ever after everyone else makes attacks and stuff, I just want it to be known that Grignac is like, hey, like, hey, hey you guys are fighting in here. What's going right? on? Right. Um, as like, far as as far as Tanyan knows, this tower is vacant. So, that, okay, that's not my point. I'm not I'm not trying to make any sort of argument. I'm just saying I'm stating for the canon that Grignac uh, isn't isn't reacting with violence. <laughs> right. Uh, but then he's, you know, going to witness a bunch of violence unfold around him in the next six seconds. So yep. we'll see what happens. I was just setting some canon there. So. For sure. That's fair. It's a fair point. Rochilda. Okay. I am going to <laughs> cast Entangle. Okay. Yes. What is, uh, That's what's the... Uh, Strength of 16. Uh, who are you? You're targeting all of them? Yeah, it's... Um, I forgot well, that you, sir, were a druid. That is right on. Yeah, uh, it's a 20-foot square, so it's centered on macadamia. Okay. You're going to get everybody in this room, for sure, with a 20-foot square. So I'll start with... Uh, it'll go from top to bottom. Chicken peach, macadamia nuts, and cow cotton. And it's a strength save? Yeah. Yep, 16. Fail, fail, fail. They all fail. Damn. Fucking tight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what, so uh, what happens? Don't what scare happens? me like that! And then, basically, uh, Rachilda retrieves, like, a, like a mineral, like, mineral wand, and then, like, I'd say, like, like, um, sort of, like, uh, Rock, like rock um, vines. No, well, it's sort of like, like, um, yeah, sure. I remember. Did you guys ever watch Avatar? Yeah. Uh, remember the last Airbender? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how like tough restrains people, and it's totally. like with like forty-five degree angle. Um, yeah. Rocks. It's sort of like that, and they just sort of spread out from macadamia uh-huh. and. Kind of like create a tripping hazard, you know. That's super badass. Like, like you're 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 a druid dwarf that your like earth magic is actual like rock magic. <laughs> like you don't make plants grow, you make the rocks move. If That's if you'll allow me. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Super. Like okay. As soon as you said that, I pictured, and I don't think of this scene often, but I remembered it. Like the last scene, not the last scene, but like. When Aang finally beats uh, the Fire Lord, yes, um, and he just like, like gets his legs, gets his arms, like pulls him down, like, like you know, gets his head stuck. He tries to like breathe fire on him, and he like another rock comes up and bends his head back. And it's just like, whoa, that's pretty badass. Just uh, making rock, uh, like rock restraints in exactly the way you need. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's super, super cool. cool. Yeah, so like, the, yeah, the stonework erupts from like the floors and the walls of this tower and binds these three individuals. And they are, what, restrained now? Yeah, so strength save as an action. Up to one minute. Strength save as an action. Yeah. Tight. Not for me. It's a very good spell. But tight, though. Uh, yeah. That will bring us to uh, the to Cow Cotton's turn, and uh, she'll make her strength save. Uh, 19. Nice. So she breaks through. Cow Cotton breaks free, and that's end of her turn, right? Like it happens at the end? Yes. Okay, so Pajaro, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm going to... Um, I guess I can put these guys in your journals now. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sacred flame what cantrip here for a second. Right on. Who are you targeting? Oh, one second, sorry. Um, are these like code names or they're actual names? Um, you learned from Buran that. In his cult, he went by the code name Rooster Muffin. Yeah, did he say the words of Rooster Muffin to us? No, he didn't. I forgot. Okay. But okay. Uh, but hey, no, that's he, fine. I just you, want to make uh, sure I didn't forget those words. <laughs> no, you you may uh, you may glean that that these are code names. Uh, yeah. You don't really you, as characters as players, you guys don't know what their code names are, but this is so, like, for token identification for me, mostly. Well, I know they're cultists. Like, they get weird names. Come on, this is, this is yeah. cult 101 here. You get uh -huh. a weird name. Nobody no, yeah, their I'm, real I'm name. You're born again. <laughs> well, yeah, it's part of breaking down the cycle, you know. No, no, no. You're this new person. And this new person does everything I say. Yeah. Um, so I'm targeting Cal Cotton. Okay. Um... 16. To her AC hits. Her dex. No, 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 it's, it's a dex saving throw. A dex saving throw, okay. Mm. Give me a second. Uh, fail, I guess. It's a four. She rolled a four. Yeah, okay, so 2d8. Coming at you. 2d8 the hard way. <laughs> 1d8 twice? <laughs> yeah, that's two D eight the hard way. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's two it's ten, or... uh, ten. Ten damage. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Cow cotton falls to her knees in front of you. Uh, is that end of your turn? Do you have a bonus section? I don't think I have a bonus section. I think I have a bonus Wait, section. what did you use? Clerics don't Sorry. have uh, spiritual weapon is a bonus action. Uh, yeah. Second level slot, bonus action to cast. I mean, it's a great spell. Yeah, I was gonna say, clerics, like, you got bonus actions, but they're all spells. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wanna post that. Cool. Maybe, you know, just post that. That uh, brings us to Macadamia Nut's turn. Who is gonna make uh, make her strength save? Uh, fail. She is still restrained. Next is Chicken Peach, the last cultist, who will make his 
Strength save. And eight, fail. Julius, it is your turn. And these guys are like, no one but livestock ever comes in this tower. What do you want with us? What do you want here? Yeah, so we got them, like, restrained. Fucking killed one of them, apparently. Yeah, wait, which one is down? Cowcotton is down. Like, yeah. Uh, unconscious, you know. Yeah. I could revive her if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want um, to. Yeah, I'm gonna go after Mac Yeah. I'm, I'm going after Macadamia Nuts. Uh, For sure. I'm going to cast a spell. I'm gonna catapult one of these books out of the case to strike uh, Macadamia Nuts. <laughs> What's the spell? Need to make a uh, catapult. catapult. <laughs> so I'm gonna take one of these books to okay. fly. What, is this, what does this mean? I'm not familiar with this spell. It's a, it's a cantrip, right? Uh, it's a level one spell. It's a level one. Okay. So yeah, I can move an point. object weighing from one to five pounds. Um, is it being worn or carried in the object flies in a straight line in a direction you choose before falling to the ground or stopping early if it impacts a solid surface? If the object strikes a creature, that creature must make mm. the dexterity saving throw. I'll, I'll remind you that there are glass doors securing all of these books in place. Yeah. Is there anything else around? Uh, yeah, there is actually. Like chairs or tables? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's essentially. It's glass. You're just launching a loose item. Yeah, I'm launching like a loose item. Okay, if anyone who played Half-Life 2, it's a gravity gun. Um, yeah. You know, you can also call it like the, the Darth Vader in Cloud City. He's like, so you know the, what? Exactly. Like a, there's a, I don't even need my lightsaber. <laughs> you guys can see uh, at the at this spot in the room here, there's a, a, a wooden spiral staircase leading up with covered in green carpet, but in front of that there is a, a golden credenza with images of farm animals carved into it and a high back chair with burgundy cushions that sits behind it, so feel free to hurl uh, a So what's, a, what's a, a credenza? Is a desk? Yeah, it's a desk. I don't know what a credenza is either. It's a fucking desk. It's a gazebo. <laughs> Large, <laughs> yeah. It was like a large you, counter. Are you saying like crescendo or cadenza? Desk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. The word credenza is book text. It's a desk. Uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the the that little uh, lounge chair. Yeah, throw the chair at her. Um, so dexterity yeah, saving throw. Yeah, throw the chair at her. Dexterity saving throw coming right up. Versus what? At twelve. Um, uh, I think that is successful. Against your spell save? You're level 9, there's no way. I This is what I don't get. I don't know if this is wrong. Mm, but his spell save this is, what is I was 11. It's what? 11, but this is what confuses no, me because right. Do you have my wisdom is... Ah, I, you're a wizard. I'm a wizard. Intelligence. Intelligence is the, mod is the modifier. I mistaken. I have mistakenly <laughs> put wisdom instead <laughs> oh. of intelligence. I I mean, you're the DM, Joe. Go ahead and rule yeah, on yeah. that one. Well, I mean, dude, if you want to, if you want to adjust it, I, now, if it can be, if it can be, if it can be well, done, I, I'll, I'll I, allow it because that's fucked. Honestly, because I thought it was wisdom. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. So that's I put fucked. it into wisdom? It'd be pretty shitty of me to, like, make you stick with it, so. 
You can, I mean, you can change, I you can change that. it. Yeah, change it. I just it's would just like swap through wisdom. So yeah. I would swap wisdom with intelligence. Yeah. Basically. Well, if, you, if you don't want to do it on your character sheet right now, we can just like yeah, exactly. Say use if wisdom cool instead you. for your modifier. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, that's so my cool. stupid ass mistake for not knowing how to play a wizard. <laughs> I mean, it's all think good. About casters, right? They are like, the only they ones. They have three different. I thought it was wisdom. From. Clerics are wisdom. Dr uh, wizards Druids. are the only full caster that is intelligent. Yeah. And then there's okay. also the rogue um, arcane trickster, and then the fighter eldritch knight. That are like half wizards, um, which is it's really like uh, it speaks to how wizards gain their magic, right? It's like it's yep. purely intelligence based. They they know the words, uh, movements, and materials necessary to make magic, and they do it all right every so, time. So so if you were so to yes, use... in that case, it would be sixteen. Uh, so so macadamia nuts fails. And okay, uh, kinda... 3d8 bludgeoning. Holy damage. shit, it's 3d8? 3D8? First level spell? Yeah. Go do 12 it. damage. Yeah. That's a good 12. fucking spell. This spell. Um, yeah, a good Macadamia Nuts falls unconscious underneath the weight of this cushioned chair. Uh, which will bring us to Grignac's turn after seeing all of this unfold in front of him. What do you do? Yeah, Grignac is just like, um, like he, he's a little. I don't want to say horrified because that he's seen much worse things. <laughs> uh, taken aback, taken aback, and he kind of like just to himself. He takes a moment. Um, we'll say the moment in this six seconds when everyone else is doing something and not him. And maybe this is why he's last in the order, because he's just like, my god. He, he takes a moment to himself, and he's just like, and they say we're the uncivilized ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. All, all, of, all of you deserve the lowest slave pits. Oh, Grignac deserves Olivia more of a life than fists. in this one shot. Oh, he'll get it. <laughs> Grignac is an old character of mine. Like, really? Grignac, Grignac is my template for Goblin. Like, when I'm RPing a Goblin as a DM, like, it's Grignac. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, you assume because it's I'm very, a Goblin, it's I'm, very I'm a shit-eating idiot. You it's know? very, very good. But, like, I'm a person, too. I've got class, I've got racial features. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and he just, like, he kind of shakes his head and is like, hey, look. I'm, uh, I don't. I don't really care. I'm just here for the book. Whatever. I'm here for the cure. Um, and he definitely like he. He's not averse to the violence. Are you saying this out loud? I mean, yeah, he's grumbling to himself. <laughs> I'm just here know. for the cure. He's like, look, man. I was not. I let it show. Let let the record show. Uh, Your Honor, let the record reflect. I did not stop this. I was not going to pursue this. You know, style of social interaction. And uh, since we're here, like, yeah, the the last remaining custodian here, Chicken Beach, is still uh, restrained by these rocks, and he's like struggling against his restraint towards you, Grignac, and he's just like, these books belong to the livestock. You are not worthy to turn their pages. Hey, hey there, bud. Listen, 
You just watch your mouth, all right? This is for your own good. You keep talking to me like that. Things, oof. Unworthy. Bad. Bad. Unworthy. Oh. You, most of all, goblin. Okay, you, you, you didn't have to go there, but... Uh, <laughs> you know, oh! Hey, bud. Hey, bud. And he, uh, he just, like, looks at him, and his eyes go, like, all super fucking weird. And I cast <laughs> friends on him. Oh, shit. Just a cantrip. Uh, just a cantrip. Like, he'll know I did magic on him in a minute or whatever. Um, and he'll be pissed about it. But I have advantage on charisma checks to him. Um, cool. What does this do? Just look at him. It gives me advantage on charisma checks against him. Okay. Um, or did you mean... No, what, I, what I'm not familiar with the cantrip. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the duration, advantage on all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice. Uh, okay. Isn't cool. hostile towards you. Never mind. Mm. That's what you get he's when you read spells. He's very hostile. Yeah. Yeah, he is. To the point of, like, personal insults. <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. <laughs> and Greg Mac is just like, alright, you know what? Fucking. Th you. This is you, not me. This is you. I am a mirror of you. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks forward and he pulls out, uh. Or he just pulls out, like, a. Like, a long, pointy, um, like. Shit, you know, rusty goblin sword. Um, but it's like a, it's a stabber, not a slasher. Nice. Mm. It's a rapier. Cool. Right. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, he's definitely not using his hammer. It's... These guys don't merit the hammer. Uh, okay, I rolled a 19, so. That is. Nice. Not gonna fucks with that. Uh, nice and easy. I have a DM. Uh, that's a four plus three, seven damage on that, and uh, sorry, bonus actions. It's all good. Yeah. Um, after taking that hit, Chicken Peach is uh, uh, like, if he wasn't already on his knees from the restraints, he drops to his knees and is like coughing up some blood and wow. like he like he dropped all of his books that he was carrying and like is bummed out about like he's trying to pick up the books but he's getting blood all over him and that is also in his <laughs> mind like bad so he doesn't really know what to do yeah so Grignac walks up and just like kind of kind of stabs at him just like you really you gotta come on you're in no position to talk shit and this is just what you're gonna get and may McGloobiet, you know, pound you into dust in the path of his righteous zombies. <laughs> Damn. And then he, he sees him just bleeding out immediately. And he's like, wow, uh, real real glass cannons, huh? Or just, well, you yeah. know, glass books. No, no firepower either. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is that the uh, is that the end of your turn or look, do you look at something me. else? Look into my eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> look into my dark and haunted eyes. As he's as he's apparently bleeding out. Is that what you were saying? Like, well, no, no. Peach is he's uh he's bloody. Okay, okay. He's not down just yet. Understood. I will. I will. 
leave my free speaking, uh, my speaking free action as a readied free action for when he starts bleeding to death in five seconds. From yes, yeah, probably the next turn. Yeah, probably next turn. Seems like. Yeah. And then I'll t- yeah, and then I'll tell him about my eyes. Is that the end of your turn? Mm-hmm. So, Rochilda, it is now your turn again. Uh, there is a very wounded cultist still conscious um, mm. in the western end of this room. All right. See, this well, this map fucked me because they're all circles, and I can't say the western wall because there aren't really any, like, straight faces. Well, walls. you, you <laughs> use the... Uh, yeah. Northwest, yeah. Northwest. Yeah, the northwest. Say that, that I can't north. say the northwest corner because this room doesn't have fucking corners. No. I would say I would just say north. <laughs> like if you say the northwest corner, we all know exactly what you're talking about. I'm, I'm like, I've stressed out about you say the west locations or the south. To you guys for like no. two days. <laughs> See, like a, a stupid like Google AI would be like, "Oh, I don't know what you mean. There is no corner in the." Like, no, no, no. We're all sentient beings capable of thought. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you could be like top of the bottom. relative. This is why you were admitted to Candlekeep to explore your thought. (laughs) (laughs) Explore the inner machinations of your mind. What is a circle but a round square? (laughs) 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 Anyway. Okay. Squares are just megalomaniacal rectangles, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and perfect. What the uh, fuck is this? Is my life. Magic stone. Rathilda is her favorite. Her favorite weapon is a sling. Mostly because she doesn't have time for that shit. Of, like, martial weapons. Well, because a bow is made of wood, and she likes rocks, and wood yeah. isn't rocks, so... Yeah, what the heck? Like, really you still have to rocks. to wrap around a piece of wood to a piece of stone, and then find some frickin' birds and shove their butt feathers onto it? Right. You know, the, the, the sling is a far more difficult weapon than the bow, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Well, also, less, uh... I mean, bludgeoning versus piercing. Right. Sure. Yeah, you, you'd like get someone in the head with a fucking stone, they're out. Well, here's yeah. the thing. You you put a puncture in an animal, that animal's going to bleed. And yeah. then if you chase a bleeding animal for three days, like, probably oh, you got it. it. You you got it. For sure. Yeah, you got it's it. Like, it didn't for stop sure. bleeding for three days because you kept chasing it. And that, that was one-on-one. You know, the, the edge we had was that, like, I mean, the technology. We could make a spear. But then, like, we could run for longer than any other animal. Mm-hmm. You know, we can mitigate heat. We can heat. sweat. Right. We can mitigate Wait, heat. Got you going like Turbo Vet. <laughs> <laughs> and then Baby got back with the dead water buffalo that they just like, ran after for four days. <laughs> we jogged, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, slow and steady wins the race here. Like, yeah, and no. and Legolas run at, and to be fair, the orcs are outrunning them because they're orcs, they can do that. But, like, Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn, like, 
run after Merry and Pippin for Dude, like I'm, four days. I'm, I'm just leaving Lord. Is it only right four now? days? It seems like it should be longer. I, than I four think it's days. like I think it's like three and a half because then they meet up with the Rohirrim and the Rohirrim are like, yeah, Ew. we. Ha- I haven't gotten into Rohan yet. You're leaving Lorien? Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, Frodo's uh, just looked into the mirror of Glad. I'm gonna... Yeah. I'm gonna finish the Silmarillion tomorrow. All will love me and despair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the la- okay, okay. Like, yeah, I'm finishing the Silmarillion tomorrow. I've got, like, five pages left. And these are thick-ass pages, so, like, you know, there's still plenty to go. Mm-hmm. But, like, Galadriel is... Galadriel... Is the oldest She's a, elf. the keeper of one of the elven rings, dude. Like, yeah, fuck. her, Elrond, and and Gandalf are the three keepers of the three rings, which are like a big deal. Yeah, the, like, have the ever, only ever that aren't corrupted. Really. Right. Hold, but they, hold well, on. They, like, yeah, they they would be if they were used, but they've never really been used, and therefore, like, haven't the corruption hasn't triggered. It's it's like yeah. Didn't the, the didn't the rings that went to all the races come in sets though? Yeah, the dwarves got seven, the elves got three, the men got nine. In in the Silmarillion, he kind of expands on it, and it's like, well, there were more rings than that. These were just the three that mattered in the end. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, there the were men, the men got nine, and the nine rings that were given to the men, uh, the holders of those rings became the ring raids. Those are the nine yeah. ring raids. Yeah. Aren't like the the ones that were given to the dwarves and men? Aren't they like most of the dwarven rings have been lost to Dragonfire, from right. my understanding. The all all of the dwarven rings by the time of the Lord of the Rings, the dwarven rings are one hundred percent either destroyed by dragons, consumed by dragons, or Sauron holds them again. Mm-hmm. And what he does with them is not disclosed, but like he well, they're. Either like Urukai or like high level. Not, not that stated. It does not state. You know, J.R.R. did not state what Sauron's doing with dwarven rings. That he yeah, has. he's just looking at them. Aren't they? Aren't <laughs> yeah. they like just supposed to like focus like the worst aspects of the race that possesses them? So the dwarven rings. Um, the they, the, the, the rings was like, do different things to different races. That's what I'm saying. Right? But the Is rings themselves the... aren't necessarily different, I don't think. I think each I, ring I, is I unique, think that's because beyond that, it's not like there's elven rings and dwarven rings. Like, the rings... What the, the, rings the controlling the magic dwarves. over the ring is all the same. It affects species differently. Yeah. The dwarves, he could not control the dwarves. They didn't fall into thraldom. Yeah. They did. That's where like the dwarven greed comes from. Although it's right. kind of yeah. different in the old times. But the insanity of like, no, no, I'm gonna like get all the gold. The fucking Gundren Rockseeker. Like the Gundren Rockseeker. Yeah. I mean, it's an archetype, and you know, yeah, it's definitely an archetype. Um, hey, my bad, dogs. I need a dice by ten tonight. <laughs> oh, no worries, dude. Oh, we're just talking about one of the rings now. In the middle of a, well, the end. Of well, the let's uh, let's let's finish this combat quick because there's not yeah. much fucking left yeah. in this. So, I mean, I I say like, look, these guys all drop like flies. Yeah, that's basically uh, yeah, this like chicken let's, peach is let's gonna keep drop. Chicken peach. Let's keep poor chicken peach here and just like, okay. So you're right. gonna tell us everything about what's going on here. And then we, you know, and then we won't kill you. 
you can just walk out that door. Okay, so Ch Chicken Peach is uh, currently still restrained, and we'll say that now he's like, uh, uh, we'll say that we're out of initiative now. Mm. Uh, uh, I mean, I, not, I that, not that Chicken Peach isn't willing to fight to the death, but like, what do you guys want to do with Chicken Peach? Well, okay, yeah, so Greg Nack. Because he, he will fight until the death if, if you guys are. Like, right, he's gonna try to kill you it. until he's incapacitated, restrained, or dead. Well, he is restrained, isn't he? He is restrained, but he's ah. gonna he's gonna fight his restraints until, like... So, it's up to you guys. If you guys want to... He's uh, got very few... Uh, yeah. Whatever okay. life points mean. Well, yeah, he has look. very few of them left, and uh, yeah. he, he is more than willing to spend all of them in the name of his... Uh, 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 boss. Yeah, but uh, well, it, well, like, okay. if you guys want to kill that him, he's case. dead. If you guys don't want to kill him, then he's incapacitated here, uh, conscious. I mean, but at zero. Uh, I think that's gonna happen in the next couple of turns anyway. But okay, mm -hmm. well, yeah. That being the case, like, Grignac's right in front of him. He just stabbed him with with his uh his shitty goblin sword. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, he he gives him the spiel. You know, like look look into my eyes. Look into my dark haunted eyes. <laughs> You're gonna die right now. Unless you make a decision. Everything dies, but everything dies and it's and it's normally sudden and very violent. And this right here, this could be your moment. This could be it. Like, you got, you got like, less than six seconds. Or maybe not. You know? Maybe you can live a little longer. That, the important thing, he, like, he starts talking and he just, like, like, sticks his finger out and puts it on his lips. Like, slowly. <laughs> just like, the important thing that you need to realize is that that choice is yours. Right now. That's not always going to be the case, but right now, the choice is yours. Uh, Do you move your finger from his lips? Yeah, like, I, we have a moment where I'm like, well, you know, you, you hear me? You got me? Look into my eyes. Do you got me? And he just, like, pulls his finger away. Unworthy! All of you are unworthy. And perhaps... So was I. So be it. Knowledge is meant for those who are powerful enough to keep it. And this knowledge is not meant for you. You'll never, you'll never turn the pages of the books held here. That's, that's a real disappointment. And yeah, I mean, that's the end of his free action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, uh, his remaining two hit points are rapidly relieved of him. And uh, I think that's where we'll call it for tonight. As you guys are staring uh, here at the interior of the tower, which, despite the outer appearance, uh, the the inside is kept like pretty immaculately clean. I, I know there's cobwebs over this owl statue, but kind of just oh, the decorative. Moment. Yeah. Well, this is straight like Tower of Terror vibes. Well, it's exactly <laughs> Tower of Terror, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, this is exactly the Tower of Terror lobby. Is, yeah. yeah, except instead of uh, HTH up here on the banner, it says uh, TVD. Uh, the, barn, the, the barn door. <laughs> the barn door. <laughs> uh, well, we're off hey. to a great start, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Good shit, Jeff. Let's just fucking yeah. Awesome. yeah. We uh, didn't make it as far as I'd hoped, but... Uh, Classic. This be the case for every fucking thing forever. Yeah. Right. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Let me uh, let me recall the the one time ever that we did get as far as the DM thought. Oh, it oh, hasn't happened. Yeah. It hasn't. Dude, it was crazy when I was making when I was making my notes for this one shot. I kept going through everything and being like, all right, like. This is about a session worth of notes, and then I kept like thumbing through what the text. Five sessions. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just calling it right dude, now. Dude, I, I have I have nine pages of notes for this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like eight, seven, eight sessions. If, I, if I don't you, think it'll be that long. I I'm thinking like three. Like because there's not really much after this. A lot of the stuff that happened tonight was story stuff that like, that I added. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, if you brainstorm, feel free to add anything, man. You know, like it's always a fun hang out either yeah. way. You know, so a three oh, to it's great hanging with you guys. Is great three to four session. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy with where we got tonight. Like I feel like this is a good thing. This is a good point to end. Like you guys are now in the ground floor of the tower. You guys can mm -hmm. like. Yeah, it was all. It was you guys good, have a basic a idea setup. of what's got, going on here. Like there's a fucking crazy person who wants to do yeah. some crazy shit with this shit. We all uh, established that sure. here. Oh, oh. Yeah. After talking to Buron, uh, you guys realize now that the blueprints that you saw in the deconstruction, uh, those were fucking, like, rocket engines. Fuck. All right. Like, what we, uh, what we would know as rocket engines, right? But, so. I said the more oh, yeah. educated of the group got that. But, like, we all established our characters tonight. And then we got from zero, you know, the, the infinite plane of zero to, like, one. Now we're at yeah. one. Yeah. Also, level nine is pretty tight. Dude. Got a lot of stuff. Also, these, like, these guys after, after, had, like, seven hit points. Were they commoners? Uh, <laughs> yeah. they, had, they had nine hit points. They were cultists. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I in Horde of the Dragon Queen, I fucked with the HP that cultists had and I didn't like it because it ended up in like increasingly drawn out combats so yeah. not that you guys couldn't handle it but the, the book says that these characters are there and the book also says that it's designed for this level of adventurer so right. that's what happened yeah my, my rule of thumb is up damage before I up HP yeah because that yeah. makes the fight it doesn't change the length in fact it might shorten it uh, and it makes it more, it makes the stakes higher. For you sure. Know, that's like, what if, I'm if it, for. Well, and, you know... I want I want each player to make three dice rolls maximum, and for all of those dice rolls to, like, really matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, not yeah. like, yeah, I, I rolled 18 times between saves and, and checks and attacks. Yeah. yeah what, a, what a slog if you have, like, more than X number of sl spell slots. Like... Yeah. Well, and think about the way we do it, you know? If... Yeah. Like, think think about how we've always played max HP, which is not even, like, really a rule. It's like, I mean, you can do that. Uh, um, I see it. 
I, I, our, the way we play our games on the combat side is so heavily slanted towards the slog. Like, no, everyone yeah. has way more HP than they can do damage. So, like, if you're going to take something down, it's going to take at least five turns, one well, way or the, the other. This is kind of the way some of the monsters in these quests are, too, right? Like, one when it's one thing in an encounter, when it's one big thing that four people are teaming up on, it's like, oh, yeah, give it a pile of HP. Yeah. Because you want to go three rounds. You know, that's what that is. But when five things have, like, two and a half rounds worth of HP to deal, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> be a long fight against I, I, I like this in this particular encounter, like, because this is the first time that you guys are entering the tower, and, like, nobody in Candlekeep has ever, like, nobody fucking knows what's going on in this tower that lives here, right? And, like, and, uh, the, the, the Stonky, the girl in charge, uh, these are, like, these are, like, throwaway lives for her. She put him down here and was, like, hey, don't let any fucking buddy in here. But if somebody does come in here, then at least you guys will die, and it won't mean that much. Can I can I point out, um, and you know, feel about it how you will. If if you know, tell me to fuck off at any moment, uh, which is a standing statement at all times. Please, <laughs> all of you, tell me to fuck off at any moment. Um, but uh, for that combat, um, I would suggest maybe leaving. Sp- like leaving some space in an in an encounter before roll initiative. Um, I don't know. It, it seemed like like okay. you guys walk in. Okay, what what happened was you were like you guys walk in and they see you and say, "What are you doing here?" Uh, paraphrasing. I don't know if that's exactly Th- that. That's and then more or less what they said. Um, you know, it's it, like, well, we could talk. I accept this criticism. Um, yeah, this like, is. It, it's like the cops being like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Clack clack clack. You Which know. is how they handle the situation most of the time, right? No, these guys were given specific orders. Now that we're out of the encounter, they were given specific orders to attack on site any non-livestock member. Yeah, fair enough. If those were the orders, then fair enough. But just saying, in in the workshop sense, like, okay, what's four other ways we could have done this encounter? You, you'll, uh, you guys will have opportunity to converse with uh, members of this cult later, I think. Totally. Yeah. No, these guys were absolutely like... These were throwaway lives in yeah. Stonky's mind. You're right. Right. Um, uh, like, like Stonk- yeah. Um, Stonky J. Knoptopper. While we're all here, uh, I was talking to Tristan earlier, and like, he's, he is... <laughs> His schedule is a fucking joke. Yeah, I, I, asked, I kind of loosely asked him, if, like, like, hey, next two weeks, like, is there any time? And he was like, no. no. He's working, like, five, 13 hours a day. Jesus Christ. And then, like, he's still working on weekends. Like, he's doing stuff at home. But he's spending, like, 13 hours at the at the, the studio. Five yeah, well, he's working. And, Where's and, the then, studio? and then, you know, wife and child. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's this guy, Chris James. It's his house, okay. apparently. He always has setups in his house. And they're yeah. doing the shit for the Atmos thing, and it's just like, like okay, do like these this huge amount of Prince live shows, and then also this other project, but it's the same work, like do this other record, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break his NDA for him. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Let's not. But like, do, do this other record that's like a big record, a, a historic record, you know, and like do that one too. But this is a completely separate uh, client, separate project. Yeah, and like different time frames, and it's just a ridiculous workload with a stupid short time frame. So like, he's crazy fucking swamped. Um, and I was like, you know, what's what's the idea for? What's the future look like? The near future. Um, and we're still talking about it, but in short, like we're going to be doing side stuff for a while, I think. which is fine. Be, I, I, again, I I'll encourage everyone else to take a look at their candle keep stuff. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I really like this one. I've got Despite, this, in spite of the uh, in spite of the like rocket boosters in space, like I think this is a pretty cool one. I, I yeah, because because if this stuff exists anywhere in fantasy, it's definitely in Candlekeep, right? Like because they ha- that are the the epicenter of fucking knowledge and engineering and design and architecture and art and all of it. Like it's all in one place in the fantasy world here. Yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't know anything about this. Like really, this quest, but I but I gleaned some gist from like an article that came out before the book came out this was one of the one of the ones that they were kind of repping they're like oh this one candle keep uh, you know deconstruction blah 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 themes of like this and that and like like you know it was an offhand remark about a tire uh, a tower um you know being a rocket that shoots off into space and it's like okay well that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is right right <laughs> as, as revealed so far and it's like okay that's that's gonna that's be the plan a anyway cool one um of the grand list i'm super stoked um, i've got quest yeah and and i think we can we can spend a good amount of time here i don't want to drag it out but also like you know two to three takes, sessions yeah okay yeah, we have content. The, 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 there's really not much. Not, I'm going to call four. We started to get into the meat of it right here in Ooh. this in this uh, this first level of the tower. And I think once we're in the meat, there's maybe like... Th- there's not that much left after you guys get in the tower. Oh. It's a fucking, like, it's basically a lighthouse to explore. Yeah, there's not that much there, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Like, yeah, I think two to three is the good number. I've got two games I'm working on. There was the the the, the ship at sea one that probably isn't going to be the first one I have ready. Um, that one requires a little more work and a little more reading. But there's another one that's like an adaptation of a thing I've had for a long time, and just it's basically adding flesh to a combat encounter Hmm. um but making it more of a not monster of the week more (laughs) this isn't correct at all but more like (laughs) x-files than buffy Mm -hmm. yeah um you know in buffy the monster comes to the small town in x-files